0: Welcome to The Last 8% Morning. This is J.P. Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In today's episode, how do we bring gratitude into work? Many of us think of gratitude as something soft and squishy and maybe not appropriate for work. Yet, as we are exploring in this Science of Gratitude series, we are finding it is anything but soft and squishy, and in fact, is a powerful tool that we can use to manage ourselves under pressure. We can use it to stay resilient, stay positive. In today's episode, I give you a concrete tool that you can use at work with your team, so you can enjoy some of the powerful benefits of gratitude. Excited to be here? I certainly am. Let's walk. out walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, moving as we are able. If you're new to the podcast, we walk. We integrate three things, movement, mindfulness, and mental training exercises so that we can be better in our last 8% moments, those moments that really test us, but are very influential in our career success, in our personal success, our relationship success. And so we're here to grow the skills, grow the courage to be exceptional. Grow the courage to be uncomfortable. Grow the courage to take risks and fail. Grow the courage to be vulnerable. Grow the courage to be the best that we can be. It's so great to be with you today. So, feeling our feet on the ground. See if you can let go of whatever you were thinking, whatever you were doing, whatever you're planning, and just center yourself in this moment. A great way to do that is feeling physical sensations. Feel our feet on the ground. Feel our belly rise and fall. Feel our hands and arms swinging as we move. I hope you're moving, right? The method behind this podcast is we move while we're learning. We know that mood follows movement. And we also know that for a lot of people, walking mindfulness is an easier way in than sitting mindfulness. That's what we've learned over the last 24 years. So just see if you can soften your hands. Relax your heart and just be present. And now tune in again to the body. What do you feel in your head and neck? What do you feel the top of your head? Just re relax your heart. And come into this moment. Feel the belly rise and fall. Now stand tall, look around, feel grateful. And congratulating yourself on showing up, turning the podcast on, putting your shoes on, and going for a walk great to walk with you today so let's move to our idea of the day you work on a team or you know you manage or lead a group of people could be in an organization could be in a community at a school could be in your family and you want to have a good team environment one where people feel connected engaged where people collaborate and work well together, where people have a shared sense of purpose. But something gets in the way. You hit a barrier. What am I talking about? Pressure and stress to meet tight deadlines. Disagreement over priorities or resources, personality conflicts. This is true for every team I've ever worked on whether it be an Olympic team or a you know the US Navy or corporate team it doesn't matter it's just the truth of the matter when you have a big goal and you want to be successful you need a team that has a diverse set of ideas and expertise and it is inevitable that tension and challenges will arise it's normal In fact, it's critical that you have this if you want high performance, if you want innovation to take place. So welcome it, but you still want to think, what can I do to get over this barrier? Because if you can't get over this barrier, there's a lot at stake, right? If team members struggle to brainstorm or share ideas just for that reason, if you're unable to do that, The best ideas will never see the light of day. And good decisions will not be made because of insufficient information, insufficient good ideas. If team members do not support one one another on different tasks, people will become resentful at being forced to shoulder more of the workload. If there is poor communication, people are not speaking their truth, not having last 8% conversations the trust that is so crucial to risk-taking that is at the heart of innovation never takes place. So what to do? (laughs) Well, just know building a team takes time and there are many components to it, far more than I can describe here. But I want to share with you one hack that uses the science of gratitude to great benefit. Here's the hack. It's using the power of story to build gratitude. Let me explain. As you know from the past episodes in this series, there's some interesting new research on gratitude that is different from the usual ways that most people practice gratitude. It's different in two fundamental ways. Number one, it's about not how you give gratitude. It's about how you receive gratitude gratitude. Let me say that again. It's not about how you give gratitude and, you know, count your blessings. It's about how we receive gratitude. That's number one. And number two, it uses story. Now, story is really important. Story affects the brain in really powerful ways. When we hear information in the form of a story, and we hear and feel the emotions of that other person, it shifts our approach circuitry in a more potent way what do i mean by that well as you know from the series we have two distinct circuitry two different pathways one is the avoidance or defensive circuits and one is the more approach pro-social circuit And we get a decrease in the avoidance defensive circuits. This is where threat detection takes place. This is where anxiety and fear resides. We have a decrease in that when we are practicing gratitude. It's incredible. And we get an increase in the approach pro-social circuits and get two powerful outcomes from this one circuit. We get more motivation for approaching novel difficult things like last eight percent situations. And we also get more happiness and well-being amazing we get a two for one this is the power of gratitude and we know that we don't have to practice it for a long time to get this changes shift in circuitry and in podcast episode one we talked about the science in episode two we talked about how we can use it for ourselves. but in this one i want to suggest how you can use it for your team so they can be more connected, so they can collaborate more effectively together. So here's how you can do it. Use one story of gratitude at the beginning of each of your weekly or monthly meetings for your team. So ideally, this is for teams that are not bigger than 10 members. And so if you're going to use it weekly, this is you're going to do this once a week for 10 weeks. Or if you're going to do this monthly, it's once a month. For 10 months. And let me describe what I'm talking about. You're going to have one person tell a story about someone else on the team each meeting at the start. And the instruction, and you set this up all ahead of time, of course, so people can prepare, but you have this one person reflect on how that other person went out of their way to help or be kind or support them in some fundamental way. It doesn't have to be profound, but just in some way. And you write this in story form using three parts. The challenge that person faced. And then how this other person helped or showed up that had a real impact on them. That's number two. And number three, how it made them feel towards this person who helped them. And the emotion is what's really important here. That this person felt towards this other person is critical. And so in the story, you want to have this person really express how it made them feel, what difference it made. And again, you can do this each week, each month. You know, you can organize ahead of time in the different ways. And you can do it via email where, you know, you put out the list and have people directly email just you back. And if, you know, you get two or three people who want to volunteer for one person, no one for someone else, you can work behind the scenes. The bottom line, though, is that it doesn't have to take more than five minutes. And yet we know the shift is so powerful for people. Sonia Lubomirsky, one of my favorite happiness researchers, said, gratitude is an antidote to negative emotions, a neutralizer of envy, hostility, worry, and irritation. So if you remember from podcast episode one of this series, we have these two pathways the approach, and the avoidance pathway. And we know that we, human beings, we noble human beings, our default pathway is the negative pathway, the avoid pathway, because our brain's trying to protect us. So gratitude is a way to, it's an antidote to our default pattern. It's not, we're not flawed because of this. This is our brain trying to protect our body. So here's the thing, bring this into your team and you'll be amazed at how it transforms the team. Number one, they will feel so much more connected. But number two, they will each have a tool that they can use to transform their brain. Because they can go back to this story when they're struggling or just on a daily basis. In fact, I'd suggest, I mean, I do this every day, but you can do this three times a week. So once you have your gratitude story, someone has said a story where they really appreciated you, you can do this for 60 seconds, three times a week. And the most amazing part is that we know that just doing it that much shifts to this approach pro-social circuitry. And we get these great benefits. So this is how you can bring it into your team. Stand tall, look around, feel grateful. Let's move now to our three by three. Three mindful breaths right down into the toes, calming this body. Now move to three things that you can feel grateful for. Or think of someone that you have helped Who, if they were to write a story about you, they would feel such appreciation for you. Think of that person now the challenge that they faced, number one. Number two, how you showed up to support. Number three, how it really made an impact for them, how it made them feel, the emotions they experienced. Now, let's move to our three goals for the day. What do you want to get done today? What three big rocks do you want to really focus on that would make it a great day at work? Do that now. Fantastic. Now, let's bring this momentum of movement and walking mindfulness and this idea of the day Let's bring this momentum and focus into the day. Let's find things to be grateful for. I'll finish with a Dietrich Bonhoeffer quote. He was a, an individual who, was, who conscientiously objected to the Nazis and was killed for it. Um, but he lived a powerful life, and this is what he said. I've had a remarkable life. I seem to be in such good places at the right time. You know, if you were to ask me to sum up my life in one word, it would be gratitude. Wow. Wouldn't that be wonderful if that's how we could sum up our life? So that's our challenge. Can we craft the life we want to lead? Craft our brain, be neuroarchitects of our brain. And gratitude is one of the very powerful practices. It's been great walking with you. Have a wonderful day.